Hi, I'm Luis Santero, and you're listening to a podcast where nostalgia comes alive. It's Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show. So roll it. Welcome to Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show, the podcast where nostalgia comes alive. Since July of 2021, Jake and his friends have interviewed professionals in the worlds of acting, directing, writing, puppeteering, and many more. Who will they be chatting with in this week's interview? Find out in this Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show episode. Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show, where nostalgia comes alive. Thank you for joining us. Happy to have you here, as always. I'm your host, Jake Dunbar, with you as always, our co-host, Chris Bixby, and Matt Bingo. How you guys doing? Doing good. Doing good. Hi everybody, how you doing, Jakey? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking, Matt. Matt, what do we have for today? Once again, glad you're with us, folks. Today's guest is a director and producer. He worked on Sesame Street starting in 1971, then as a post-production supervisor from 1973 up until 1982. He also directed the Sesame Street and Puerto Rico episodes back in 1979, which he was nominated for an Emmy for. Wonderful. He's also worked on another children's television workshop program, 321 Contact, also an associate director on the specials Christmas Eve on Sesame Street and Big Bird in China. Nowadays, he's a media consultant of Terror Associates, now known as Ozzy Alfonso Media. Please welcome Ozzy Alfonso. Welcome, Ozzy. How you doing? Uh, I'm also, I'm fine. I'm also known as just plain Ozzy Alfonso, you know, not, not media or whatever, you know. <laughs> I, I will. Oh. Ask me the first question. Go ahead. Very well. Very well. Um I kind of introduced you a little bit, but uh, could you tell our audience a bit about yourself and what you do a little bit? All right, so I'll begin with the beginning. Uh, I was born in Cuba, uh, as I think at least one other of your uh, previous guests uh, and uh, have been. And, uh, and in 1953, when the elected president uh, was de deposed overnight and the uh, dictator Batista came in. Uh, my father, who, who was a, a local politician and a bookkeeper and all that, uh, said, I'm, I'm having none of this, you know. So, of course, uh, he was told to sign a, a, an oath, you know, and he would keep his job. And he said, I'm not signing any oath. And um, so he had to leave. And then uh, he said, well, I'm going to get out of the country. So uh, that mm. would be for Castro now. Um, so uh, he came to New York uh, and uh, he got jobs as a, a waiter, a dishwasher, what, whatever. You know. uh, and then uh, he was able to raise enough to get my mother here. And then about two years after that, uh, my grandma that lived with us, my, 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 my maternal grandmother, uh, came with me. Um, and uh, so I've been in New York since 19, uh, I hate to tell my age, but I said since 1955, which is as old as your parents are. Um, and, um, and, and I've always been kind of a shy guy, you know, I, uh, I don't really, uh, I, I don't appear to be, but I'm kind of shy. And, and so when I went to, uh, uh, well, in, in high school, I began to, uh, not perform on stage or anything, but I became the photographer of the school paper and the yearbook and all that. And that got me into the, the, the whole cinematography thing. Um, and then from there, I went to college and I majored in speech and theater. Uh, and the speech was the therapy, a, a part of speech and all that. Uh, and the theater was the 
uh, acting on the stage and we put on all kinds of plays and I realized that I really didn't like acting, you know, and, and I, I really didn't, I hated when, when, when people came out for the show to the, the dressing room and said, oh, you were wonderful, Ozzy. You know, I, I hated that. No, I wasn't. I was just doing my job out there. Um, so, um, so that was that. And, uh, but I realized that I really liked directing. Uh, because uh, my, my grandma always used to tell me stories every single day. Uh, and if she didn't know one, she would make one up. And I'm, I'm sure she made most of them up. Um, but um, I, I liked directing because I was able to shape the story and, and not be seen by anybody. I was behind the scenes. And, and so that really got me going uh, in, uh, in, in, in uh, college. And I, then when I graduated from college, I realized that, uh, where, where do I go now? You know, I, I like film, I like TV. Uh, and I couldn't afford to go to UCLA or someplace like that. It had to be kind of local. Um, right. And so I went to Brooklyn College for, for graduate school. Uh, and um, that's where I learned TV and uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, And um, I had had a radio show uh, on the uh, the college FM station since 1970, mm, um, no, since 1960-something. And, and then I, uh, that's where I, I, it, it was my own show, me telling stories and the whole thing, and then would play the, the uh, music. And, and I realized that most of the stuff that I know about TV and film, I really picked up on the radio. You know, I I, uh, I picked up a sense of timing uh, of how long things should be and, uh, and uh, how to connect one topic with another to segue from one to another. Um, so in uh, graduate school, uh, I was learning TV and I was doing some, uh, like the rest of the students, uh, just independent individual films and uh, just in the field and then I in the studio with uh, three three cameras and and there was a, a, a an alumnus there an, an alumni no alumnus another student um who um was I think a year behind me and one day her, her name is Lynn Klugman and uh one day uh, she came to me she says Ozzy you know I'm volunteering on on this children's tv show I think you would be great for it and I'm saying, oh, come on, Lynn, <laughs> kids TV show, you know, I don't, <laughs> come on. Um, and uh, she said, no, 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 this is really different. You know, and I, I said, okay, fine, fine, fine. So, uh, but I don't want that. So I uh, I went home one day and I I turned on the TV and, and she had told me that it was this thing called Sesame something, uh, open Sesame or whatever. Uh, so so I, I tuned into to PBS and I saw, I think it was James Earl Jones, just doing, oh, yeah. just doing the alphabet. <laughs> B. That's I, right. I said, yeah. God, this is not a kiddie show like I thought it was, you know. So I called Lynn back and I said, "Hey, Lynn, uh, can I get in there?" So she said, "I'll get you an interview, Ozzy." So I I got an interview and uh, they they were looking for what what is called a post production supervisor, uh, and that is in season two of Sesame Street, the uh, 1970 70, 71 around there, mm -hmm. um, in season two. And uh, so I I didn't even know what the hell a post production supervisor was uh, i i remember one day i, I was on the uh, the wings of the studio and i hear john stone who was the director and the producer at that time and he's also my mentor uh, i rem i remember him just uh, after a muppet bit saying okay we'll do a pickup there and i asked lynn hey lynn what 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 hey what is a pickup 
And he says, Ozzy, shut up. That's your job. You know, so I said, oh, damn. Okay. So I, I learned what a pickup was and I learned, uh, you know, how to supervise. Uh, and, and that came very quick, quickly. And I really enjoyed editing uh, for a long time. And uh, from there, since uh, the, the editing became a, a, a union job, uh, the DGA, the, the Directors Guild of America, uh, I sometimes could do other DGA things like stage manage uh, and a, an associate director right next to the director in the control room. And, and eventually I began to actually be the main person uh, as a director. And and that was a lot of fun. I mean, nerve wracking, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, and um, so I, I did that for, for a while. And, and then uh, I, I remember John Stone one day came to me and said, hey, uh, Ozzy, we're doing, a, and a, this is after we have done a Christmas on Sesame Street and uh, and I think Big Bird in China was uh, before this also. So I, we got along very, very well, although he got along well with everybody. Um, and um, so he says, you know, they're, they're going to do this shoot in Puerto Rico. Uh, do you want to do it? Uh, because he was supposed to be the one to do it. And I said, of course, I, I would love to. So I went to Puerto Rico for the first time in my life. And uh, and uh, I scouted the, the the whole island looking for like a, a plaza and all kinds of stuff. So I went there and, and that was really, I think the first time that I really had done directing in a, in a, in a big scale, you know, like, like, like that. But then along came the, the 1980s. Uh, I think it was in 1979 around there uh, when this science show, as it used to be done at that time, uh, and it was called 321 Contact, and I realized, oh, they're doing stories that I would love to get into. I, I love science, you know. And I remember I, I asked my uh, friend Cher, who was uh, uh, secretary to, to one of the producers, I said, hey, and I read a thing on Life magazine on uh, scanning electron microscope. And I've seen the pictures and said, oh, I would love to do a thing on scanning electron microscope. So she, she found a place out in New Jersey someplace. And um, so I, I went, went off and I began to do that. And then uh, the executive producer for the first year ended uh, uh for the first year i i just did uh just a, a, a few shoots here and there um uh, and then uh, the man that was the executive producer of sesame uh then became the executive producer of three two one contact and uh, he came to me and he said ozzy would you like to direct this show and i say oh sure uh just but, but and, I, and i told him but i don't want to just direct I want to be the asshole behind them, you know, the producer, you know? So he said, okay, so you want a producer and fine, fine, fine. Uh, so, um, so I, I began to be one of three producers for, for that show and, and the director. And eventually I, I began to write a few things too. Um, and that got me all over the world. I mean, uh, I, I went, uh, 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 let me see, where, where did I go? France, uh, um, Southeast Asia, um, you know, you name it. I mean, uh, South America, uh, uh, India, uh, France, just everywhere, you know. And even underwater diving to to do a, a story on um, uh, underwater archaeology. So, wow. I, I I'm not a wow. I couldn't swim very well, but uh, uh, when you you put a thing in my mouth and uh, you 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 teach me how to swim, I mean how to breathe, I I'm fine. So I I, I did that. I, it was the best time I've ever had in my life. I mean I I 
I really, right now, I can't remember in specifics uh, which of the shows or which of the countries I, I had gone to, but it was wonderful. And, and then the the show, the funding for the show stopped in 1988, 89, around there. Uh, and at that time, I, I went back to uh, the Children's Television Workshop, or Sesame Workshop, as it was known then. Uh, and I was, uh, I guess, out of pity, because they, they didn't want to fire me. Uh, they, they made me um, executive producer or executive VP of development. Uh, so I was like, okay, fine, whatever that means. And very soon I realized that was nonsense. You know, it was like, uh, you know, I, I remember I... Uh, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? If, if you're familiar with that, oh place. yeah, uh, and mm -hmm. and I wonderful show, yeah, great show. show, and it could be on geography, and we could do it with the same thing as a three, three, two, one. Uh, and I even uh, wrote to the the, the uh, people that made it, and uh, they said, sure, if you want the rights, we can give you the rights, since you're CTW and all that. But then CTW said no, and then shortly after that, uh, and I forget who picked up the rights, but they picked up the rights and they did uh, an animated show uh, completely uh, with uh, Where in the World is Cameron San, is San Diego. And then, let me see, uh, then uh, I left Sesame, uh, the, the, I uh, left the workshop, and a, a friend of mine uh, that I had met as a, as a field producer in 321, he said, hey, why don't we start our own company? Well, I thought that that was a great idea. And we started our own company called Terra Associates. And uh, we did a lot of stuff. I mean, hundreds of stuff, uh, hundreds of hours uh, for Scholastic and uh, for just you, you name the publisher and we did it for them. Uh, and um, that lasted uh, from 19... 90 until about 19 uh, until 2004 or so when my partner said um, I don't want to do this anymore uh, and I said oh damn <laughs> um, uh, so uh, I, I then there, there there was Tom who had been uh, working with me uh, since three to one contact and the whole thing and uh, uh, and I said Tom would you like to be my co-executive producer because I really don't want to be bothered with all this stuff uh, and he said sure so we we changed from Terra to uh, what the hell did we call ourselves uh, no I think it was Ozzy Alfonso Media or something like that and and we still did a, a whole bunch of shows until my partner Tom uh, said. Uh, in 2006, I think, uh, Ozzy, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to get involved with uh, being a money trader and that kind of thing. Uh, and uh, he left. And of course, I was left with nothing, you know. Uh, and um, and that was it. Yeah, I um, tried to keep it alive, but it, it was just no fun anymore. And uh, since then, I, um, well, then I began to teach. I, I taught at NYU uh, for, for a little while. And then I I, I worked at uh, at St. John's University here in uh, Queens from 19 uh, no from two forget about the 19s uh, from from 2005 uh, and I was a teacher of TV and film and writing and all that I really loved it uh, until 2019. And, and then I decided uh, with my wife, we were going, we were going to see the world. We thought, let, let, let's go to New Zealand. Let's go here. Yeah. But uh, so, so I quit. And, uh, and then uh, COVID hit. So we never went to New Zealand, not yet. Uh, and um, since then, I've been doing nothing except for this. Uh, and um, 
uh, what else can I tell you? It's just uh, right now I've been involved with a with um, an experimental uh, um, project that uh, people from the workshop put together, and I'm one of uh, five people or five or six people from the workshop that are involved in the development of this. And, and we it's a, it's a intergenerational communication, uh, and we call it 3G from senior to teen to preschooler. Uh, and that is the someone like us would, uh, based on a Sesame Street segment, which we, we have seen and we know exactly what we want to talk about based on the segment. And, and we get in touch with a, with a teenager or a high schooler or whatever. Uh, and uh, we chit chat and we, we trade ideas. And then based on that, the, uh, the uh, high school uh, kid uh, then gets in touch with a preschooler or kindergartner or whatever. Uh, and and tries to communicate that with that person. And, and that is wonderful because uh, we, we've done two pilots already and uh, uh, and I, I, like everybody seems to enjoy it and everybody seems that they uh, feels that they have gotten something out of it. Even the uh, the little kids, uh, they, they got to talk to a, a teenager that they never do. And a teenager uh, got to talk with an old person who which forget it, except for my granddad, you know, uh, they, they never do. So that was, uh, that's actually what I'm doing now. And uh, that besides uh, just uh, being in charge of a neighborhood photography group. And, uh, and I used to direct uh, uh, stage plays for the for the neighborhood too, but I don't do that anymore. So that's it. And right now I'm just talking to three, three guys here that I have, don't know anything about. <laughs> <laughs> so in terms of Sesame Street, even though it was still kind of new and fresh, were you familiar with the show at all or with the whole Muppet kind of concept? I, I really wasn't at all. I mean, I, I it, it, like I said before, it wasn't until uh, Lynn told me about this show, this kid's show. And I, to, to me, a, a kid's show at that time was uh, Howdy Doody or uh, Romper Room or something like that, which I didn't right. Uh, mm -hmm. until I watched that first show and I saw what it was like I said oh my god and I really didn't know anything about the Muppets or 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 anything I just got in there blind so so to speak definitely mm. interesting so so I'm curious do you remember your very first directing job for Sesame hmm uh <laughs> Oh God! It was just a daily thing, you know. Just uh, I I don't remember the first thing that I directed. I mean, it was in the studio, um, and I also did some some of the shooting for the opening, which we were were re-editing over and over again uh, from the original montage of uh, shots. So I did a, a few of that, and uh, I remember went out to California to scout the location so we can shoot the the opening in part out there. And I, I I did a shoot with um, Barkley the uh, the uh, dog. Oh yeah, yes. I love Barkley. Yes, and, yeah, I love Barkley. and uh, Brian Meal was the uh, uh, the uh, the dog inside Barkley, and mm -hmm. uh, and that was a a, a thing where uh, Judy uh, w was one of the writers, and she wrote this thing saying, and and Barkley has a dream, and in the dream, he dreams that he's in a bucolic world, and then it ends. So I I saw that script and I said, well, why don't we dream? Uh, or whatever. So so why don't we do that? That uh, Barkley falls asleep and then in his dream, he decides to fly. You know, and uh, so Barkley flew. You know, and we shot it in Central Park here in New York, and um, 
And that, I mean, I like Brian afterwards, honestly, you know what, what it's like to jump around? Like you, you having me jump around in the park, you know, with all the clothes <laughs> and things, you know? Uh, so, um, so, so that was that. And, uh, um, and I, 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 I liked that. I think a lot of people liked it. And uh, then uh, after that, we went to uh, Hawaii and uh, with uh, with Buffy Saint Saint Marie. The, oh yes. And so it so so we did a whole bunch of remotes and New Mexico was was another one. Uh, and um, so you name it. I mean, I I but the first thing that I directed, I really don't know because it was what was it on a Tuesday afternoon? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I don't remember exactly what what, what it was. There were some things that I did. That there's one thing that I remember doing uh, was uh, Detective Grover. Uh, oh yes, with, oh, with, with yes. the wind. Uh, and I remember that because the, my AD, the associate director, was my good friend, Ted May, and the floor manager was Andy Bamberger, also a very good friend. So it's the the three of us together. And that particular bit called for a lot of action, live action in the studio. Like the, the wind would begin to blow and then you would see things outside like trees going past the window and the door slamming. And 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 Andy did all that. Andy was the one that had to cue everybody in the studio in sequence uh, to do the whole thing. And I, I, I still have a bit of that thing someplace uh but that was uh these are things that i do remember doing i i don't uh recall again the first one i did um, i don't know hmm. i'll take a hmm. breath now <laughs> definitely so i'm kind of curious are there any episodes or inserts you directed for sesame that kind of like stick out as some of your favorites you know, again, that's hard to tell because uh, um, there there were so many things. Uh, because in the show, we we uh, it it's broken up into segments, you know. And uh, in those days, the Friday was the Muppet Day, and uh, we we wouldn't be on the street at all. We would be over by the uh, the limbo set uh, and with the with the wall there for the for the Muppets to appear behind, um, and. Um, so that was, if you know that you had a direct on a Friday, you knew that it would be with the Muppets. And if you had a direct on a Tuesday or a Wednesday or whatever, you knew that it would be on the street, whatever. And uh, you didn't really know uh, if you were going to have a guest star on the show or not uh, until you read the script and <laughs> whatever. So it, it wasn't anything that was that specific and that to me anyway not that well to recall uh what was the first the second and all that um let me see i um hmm. well I, I remember stuff that that we did um with uh, uh joan collins what that's that's a singer right yeah 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 okay we we she sang i don't know what she sang but we went out to to a beach here in New York, and and I remember being there, and uh, and I, the only reason I remember is because I have a picture of it, uh, and that's why I take pictures today with uh, my uh, phone, uh, and uh, no, no matter what day it is, I shoot the picture to remind me. Uh, but I was out there, and I remember just shoot, shooting Big Bird running uh, by the beach, and I remember. Then I shot, uh, when, on, on the way home, I, I put a camera, I told the, the cameraman to get in in front of the, of the van and shoot out into the road uh, as, as we drove. 
mm. and he did that, and then that became like the background to the the, the credit crawl uh, for for a long time. So um, so that was that. Yeah, what, what can I tell you? Oh yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was for a couple of years, I think. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember what it was. Seventy eight, I think. Seventy eight <laughs> to eighty, I think. I know because I know the Barclay one was used for a long time too. Uh, Barclay yeah, yeah. and the kids, yeah, uh, that was used for Barclay a while. Is, uh, Brian, I know is 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 an author now. He's written a whole bunch of books. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. a he's a he's a writer now. Yeah, and he's written uh, a whole bunch of uh, stuff for children's TV as well. Well, mm -hmm. okay, yeah, um, and I keep in touch with with him. You know, just uh, on online that kind of thing. And, nice. Uh, so. Nice. That's cool. So we had mentioned earlier Sesame Street in Puerto Rico. Uh, what was it like directing that and being, uh, how do I say, remote with Sesame Street? Because, you know, we had mentioned Hawaii and New Mexico. Like this was, this is even more rare now than it was back then for Sesame well, with Puerto Rico, I remember I, I knew what the script was and I, I knew what it needed, uh, what kind of uh, locations it needed. And one was a plaza and, and uh, another one was by uh, the, it had to have a church or something inside with, with steps. So I remember I, I went down there to, to scout it because I'd never been there. Uh, and I, I rented a helicopter and it took me all over the island. Uh, and, I, and I kept saying to the pilot, just take me to a town with a plaza. And said, well, every town has a plaza. <laughs> so well, well, take me to one that you like. So he took me to, to a town all the way on the uh, west end of, uh, uh, of the island, uh, San Germán. And, uh, and he said, okay, there's a, there's a, a, a plaza and uh, there's a church with steps and the whole thing. And uh, there's the greenery and blah, 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 blah. And, and then there, it wasn't too far from the water. So the, I could also shoot this stuff there. So I decided that that's where we would be shooting the entire thing. There was no need to go anywhere else. So, uh, and, and also the uh, relatives of a person that I was good friends with at, the, at that time lived in that town and they had a house. So plus I had a house to shoot in, you know, uh, and a backyard and, and the whole thing. So um, that's what I remember about that, you know, and I remember um, like, well, what, like one of the early shots is actually the beginning of the show, more or less. It's, uh, um, it's Sonia and uh, Olivia in the, in the bus uh, and, and they're looking at the island, you know, because they're not, they're from New York. So they've never been to this uh, tropical island before. And I remember that. And I remember just uh, shooting stuff of, of the bus external. That was like the beginning of it. And, and then we went to San Germán and um, that's where we um, began yeah. to shoot in the backyard because it, it turned out that it was uh, Maria's birthday. Uh, and, oh yeah. Uh, I remember that was in the backyard. Mm -hmm. And uh, then, uh, and, and we began to shoot inside the house just briefly. Uh, which was a house on a, on um, on a uh, stilts almost because it was on the edge of a of a hill and, and the house was here with uh, with with things and we were inside the house and I remember uh, at one point Big Bird uh, ducked his head and he got into the door inside the house and believe it or not the floor to that house buckled. <laughs> 
<laughs> saying, oh my God, I don't believe this. You know, I said, oh, yeah. so, but, but the people were really nice. They, they, they said, well, that, that, that's okay. It's a, I said, well, has this happened before? She says, no, 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 no. It's, 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 it's fine. So I, I said, fine. Okay, fine. So, so, so that's what I remember about that. You know, it was a lot of fun. Uh, uh, but, but, but again, it's like, for me anyway, directing is fun. Uh, is uh, just telling the story the way I see it, you know, and um, it's it's always been like that, and um, I'm happy for that, and I miss it too, you know, which I also miss teaching with the students because, what, as I told you before, I taught in college for for a long time from 2008, I think, until 2019, uh, and I miss the students tremendously, you know. I I still keep in touch with them, you know, just because uh, I I miss that thing of, of just getting to know the students and I was also in charge of the TV club in the college so that was an extra day of work for me nice um, but hmm. I I just loved it and I uh, I, I miss everything absolutely and you also uh worked as associate director on a as we mentioned Christmas Eve on Sesame Street yeah Wonder, wonderful special um yes. can, can you yes. share any uh stories from can you share any stories from that uh special yeah, well, I, 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 there's a letter afterwards that uh, John Stone, who directed it, uh, wrote to me, which is unusual. Well, this is in the days before email and that kind of thing. But, but I think mm -hmm. the, the letter, which I can't find anywhere, but John said, Ozzy, I love what you did with that dance on the on the ice with a little girl and Big Bird because that never worked out. As we they like the, the, the whole dance just just didn't work with all the turns and jumps and things not one take had it right but i was able to edit like two or three takes together and it there it flows beautifully i mean even today i can't tell exactly where did i cut this you know uh, uh, i think there's one place that they can tell um uh, but um that's what i remember with that show and i remember also uh uh the uh, um the uh, the uh, the shooting not in the in the it, it was a set of the subway train and the with with the cast in it, and that was a set in the in the studio, um, and, and it was a, a a really wonderful show, and I love the music uh, for for that show. You know, just uh, just wonderful, wonderful show. It's it's that still being repeated every year. Well, I guess I guess not because a few of the actors are no longer there. Well, I don't think it's being repeated any any uh, more. No, but you can yeah. still buy, you can still buy it and stream it. I know that you can still do well, i think i have it and i also have a poster in, in here a big bird in china which was fun a lot of fun you know to do nice nice Hopefully. awesome so so speaking of big bird in china that special was also another that you you serve as associate director what was it like you know getting getting to do that what, repeat again what, what was it like what doing big bird in china oh well it was really interesting uh i'm trying to remember did we scout it first uh i'm not sure that we scouted it but i remember we went and uh um at that time and i'm i guess it's the same thing today because it was a co-production uh between cctv which is china central tv nbc and uh ctw uh, so all three of the parties were connected. And when we were there, I, I realized that uh, the extra person on every set, the extra person inside the little 
uh, wagon that we had as the the uh, the uh, the uh, control room, that extra person that I never knew was actually an agent, you know, uh, for the government, you know. And I remember, I suspected that, but I remember um, one day um, uh, I shot a scene, and the the in in the background there, there there were people. This is in Beijing. We're, we're walking around, and then after we, I, I said, "Cut! That's that's a buy." And uh, the a person uh, told uh, somebody else to tell me that we couldn't use that take. And I said, but that was a good take. I mean, that <laughs> everybody was funny that. And he says, well, no, they, he says that in the background, there, there, are, there are a few people that walked by that uh, they don't want. So uh, I said, oh my God, you know? <laughs> and it's not like uh, they even knew who the hell they were. They, we, we, we didn't pick the extras for the background. It just happened to be there. Um, so I remember that, and I remember uh, the Great Wall of China with Big Bird and, uh, and the whole thing. And uh, um, I, I wish I could remember more details about that, but uh, uh, I, I do. And I remember the Karst Mountains, and I forget what part of China that was in, uh, where Big Bird was actually in a boat, in a little boat. Uh, and Barkley was in the background uh, in the boat also with a little four-year-old girl that that was uh, the um, the the co-star of the, of the whole show, uh, and um, and uh, she didn't speak a word of English, but she did so beautifully, you know. Just uh, uh, and when we left, I remember uh, when we were climbing to the uh, to the airplane to go back home, the little girl was up on the on the railing there, and she was crying, you know, and and it touched uh -huh. everything. It's like, oh my God, you know, we'll never see this girl again. You know, so it's, and she will never, because to her, Big Bird was a real thing. It wasn't, uh, you know, a guy inside or anything. And Barkley was a real dog, you know. So, uh, and, and so just leave, leaving there, we, we didn't realize the harm that we could be doing to this little girl by leaving. So, um, okay. Have I answered any questions here? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I I feel like I feel like I've heard a separate story. I don't I'm not sure if it was on this show or somewhere else. Um there was a um there was a special that Sesame Street did in 83. It was Don't Eat the Pictures of I think it was at the Metropolitan. I think it was and yeah. like they were they were there all night. Like yeah, they yeah, had they we, had themselves. Yeah. I think I, I think my my like friend a, uh, yeah. Ted uh, May uh, was the AD on that show, and I remember the the show. But I was at that time I was with three to one contact already. Right. Yeah. And I've seen the show too. Yeah, yeah. I I I say that because uh, there was uh, it was it was Snuffy and this little boy. I think I don't I don't remember exactly how it went how how the story was told though. But like yeah. it was uh, <laughs> the thing about Snuffy as. Uh, past guest jennifer barnhart said when we had her on mm -hmm. uh when when marty when marty puts on snuffy uh you're, you're gonna go and you better keep up <laughs> you better keep up yeah yeah definitely yeah definitely well, so. well i remember once in hawaii uh when we were shooting there and uh the 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 storyline was that Big Bird is there, but he misses Snuffleupagus, and no and no one thinks that it's real, you know. So, uh, oh, come on, Big Bird, yeah, it's not here, and the whole thing. Uh, so I I had to shoot a, a few of the scenes without the rest of the cast with the Snuffy just 
walking around. I, I had to find a cave because at some point he walks right through a cave and I found that and we shot that. Uh, and then there, there was the scene where Big Bird discovers Snuffleupagus. And uh, and I said, oh my God, uh, and I, I think the, the uh, scene, the, the way it, it, it read is like Big Bird comes out of the sky. Uh, so, yeah, right. Uh, but it was actually a prop person. Uh, um, oh God, I'm sorry to forget his name now. It's a, uh, no way. Uh, who went to an Air Force base in Hawaii and was able to get a helicopter from the Air Force and was able to get the the stuff to hang big uh, uh, snuffleupagus from. So, and I remember that 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 one scene we'd never seen it before. But big big bird is on the on a on a on a field, and then all of a sudden he looks up, and we see for the I mean, we see for the first time the helicopter coming in and, <laughs> and snuffleupagus just hanging down, uh, and that really like amazed all of us even while we were shooting it was saying oh my god you know so and 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 it worked i mean at some point we had to fill up the stuff so we had to cut the scene there uh with people uh and uh the, the rest of the show went on from there you know so definitely so who are some of your uh, favorite muppets or human characters to direct on the show well, I mean, I the the one I I know the best is Frank Oz. Uh, uh, he did uh, Grover, and uh, which is my favorite. Uh, and uh, and I'm sorry that Kermit is no longer with the show. You know, it's just um, I I miss Kermit. You know, he was a great frog. You know, and uh, but uh, Frank Frank and I uh, we got together uh, outside of the CDW to develop a little company to do shows and all that kind of stuff. But that never went through at all. But uh, it it was Frank, and uh, but but in a, in a way, you you there, there's no favorites. I mean, I, I think the, you've heard this before that the whole group, not just the Muppeteers, but everybody uh, backstage and behind the cameras and in the office, uh, we, we were all friends. It, it it really was a family, you know, that you got together with. Uh, I remember the studio was on 81st Street and Broadway at that time. Uh, now it's in Queens and and uh, Astoria. Um, but uh, we would go at lunchtime with John and uh, Dulcie, who was the uh, the 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 the, uh, the the producer, not the executive producer, uh, to this bar just down the street, and we would sit there and have a laugh and drink, and you know, and then we would go back, you know, and uh, so it was just a lot of fun. It was just um, when I say it's a family, I do mean that because we would get together after school so to speak you know we would get together for, for parties and things and uh it it wasn't like a job that you would expect uh to to be that to bring the the the, the cast and crew together uh as much as this show did yeah. and i miss it a lot i mean i i do miss the the old show uh, a lot i mean it's not the same anymore but censor that out i mean okay so yeah that's it so now, can you share any celebrity stories from your time working on Sesame? Uh, well, yes. I mean, uh, Pete Seeger. You remember Pete Seeger? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. He was a folk okay. singer, and uh, he was very, very popular, I guess, in the '60s and so. Well, well, he, well, he was a guest one, he, and he was like a people's person. You know, he was like a, you know, fr the, the uh, what, what was the song that he made popular? Um, what, what is it? 
Well, I, I my, my wife is trying to remind me what this was, but but you know, like uh, he he sang political songs and he was like the everyday man and the whole thing, and I expected him to you know just to be the character that he portrayed on on camera. But then, uh, as he was le leaving that particular day that he was in the, in the show, I happened to go over to the exit, uh, and I saw that he he climbed into a, a little Volkswagen Beetle, you know, and that wasn't even new, you know. And I said, "Oh my God, he's real!" You know, it's just like that. I remember so vividly, you know. And uh, so, so, so there were other people too. Uh, um, uh, uh, Alina Horn, uh, who uh, I, I thought was wonderful, you know, she was in the show once, I guess, uh, and she lived not far from the studio, so uh, she, so she didn't take anything home. But but I, but I I do remember some of the stars that were on the show, and I won't go into who they were, but they had a limousine waiting outside uh, with a chauffeur, uh, and that's why when Pete left driving his own beetle you know that was like a an awakening and and, and realizing that uh, a lot of people are who they claim to be and that was great you know interesting how we use a volkswagen beetle <laughs> I, just <laughs> that, I just find that so fascinating like you're yeah, living, it's a volkswagen beetle wow that's and and not, and not a new one at that time it was looked like already you know scratched up and a little old you know from here to there yeah 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 pretty much uh on the subject of celebrities uh you also got to direct the celebrity segments for the israeli co-production sesame street co-production shalom sesame yeah oh wow oh okay um <laughs> how are you gonna ask me who they were um no no <laughs> no, no. one was a comedian uh, two were a comedian and the other was uh the uh, the comedian that died uh the woman uh oh um uh blonde hair um uh, had a daughter uh oh god she even took the tonight show for a while she was the host but not not for too long oh 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 it's on the tip of my tongue yeah it's not John you know, rivers is it same thing i do um well anyway so it was uh her and i remember it was uh we we shot it at her house and uh uh, and, uh, you know, I, I just got to know her from just being, uh, I actually sat on the bed with her because she had to make a phone call and I was talking to to her. So we we sat on the bed while she made the phone call. Uh, and, and it was a very nice thing that I remember, you know, because all of a sudden, again, the personality drains away and you begin to see the person. I think she was a lot like herself. Uh, she was... Uh, Joan Rivers, that was the name. Okay. Yes, it was Joan Rivers. Yeah. And uh, thank you. Uh, and um, then the the other one was a comedian. Ah, uh, uh, I I forget his name. His name I really don't won't remember. Who? Alan. Who? Alan King. Alan King. Uh, thank you, uh, my my researcher uh, here. Um, uh, <laughs> Alan King and uh and, and then there was another one and then she won't know because I don't remember much about him at all but but I mean those were the things that uh, the uh, the segments that we did mm -hmm. for Long Sesame um and um I mean that was fun to do I mean it was it, it, it was just like uh do I, I don't even remember when we did them uh, I guess it was see we the production didn't go 12 months a year it uh, went maybe seven months or so and in between let's say um April and September or something like that 
it, it would be um, time off, but paid. And I, I remember during the the uh, the time off, I I once got a job in Austin, Texas, uh, uh, doing this bilingual show, Caras uh, Colendas, and that's where I met uh, Luis Santero. Uh, he was uh, there. Yes, the, good friend of ours. Uh, yes, good friend of ours. Uh, the I was the one that actually got him the job on Sesame Street. You know, it's, it's uh, um, oh, so, wow. you wow. know, yeah. So, um, you know, I, uh, I, I remember I remember the first time I, I met him, uh, he, he was in a pool and I was standing next to a pool, uh, not in the water. But he was in the water, and I remember I didn't know him at all. But he just popped up with a with the goggles on, and you know, I said, "Oh my God, Luis!" Oh, okay, and then I, that's how I got to know him at all. Uh, and he became a very uh, successful, uh, and I, I until very recently, uh, uh, the writer for for Sesame Street, and also the author of a number of books and stuff like that. And he's going to be appearing, uh, I think, in a month from now in a, in New York, just with one of his uh, sing songs thing. Yeah. Nice. So after leaving Sesame Street, we of course uh, mentioned Three Two One Contact, where you worked as a director, producer, and writer. Um, so what, what was the? Can you talk about the kind of transition from? You know, working on Sesame Street for several years to now, working on Three Two One yeah. Contact. It it was very different. Uh, uh, not distasteful. I mean, I it, it it got along very not very nicely, but it just the the the, the formation of of the crews uh, was very. And for, for for one thing, we shot mostly remotes, and then the uh, the wraparounds uh, would be shot in the studio. But the uh, the shooting in the studio were just a small part of the the each show uh and then when we went on remote uh, we, we we had three three actors and uh, uh and we would send them around the globe literally you know? and uh, i remember uh one of the actors was sent uh, to um antarctica and <laughs> And they, but they asked me to go. I say I don't want to go to the South Pole. Really, it's, 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 it's a thing that you will talk about years from now. But I don't want to go. But but one of the uh, field producers did go, and I remember with the actress um, uh, in the snow, and the actress had a whole bunch of penguins behind her, and 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 she began to talk about penguins, uh, <laughs> and in the middle of her of her monologue, you know, the penguins begin to go. It's just like she, you you couldn't hear words she was saying, you know, and uh, <laughs> uh, and, and that was the thing that I remember, not from being there, but just seeing the uh, the uh, the outtakes, and um, you know, and, and so it it was different. I mean, we 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 had three producers, uh, and the three of us were very different from each other, uh, you know, and at times uh, we would even produce for each other, you know. So, uh, like for instance. Um, I, I think that someone had a thing on flying for for one of the shows, and I like to fly. I, I, I am a pilot. I mean, or at least I was until a few years ago. Um, and um, and and uh, he he was the producer of the show, but then I think I was the producer of the flying segments. You know, where where the plane takes off and you're in the cockpit and that kind of thing. So. Um, and and it's 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 like that. I mean, and uh, we we did a lot of interesting shows. I mean, uh, we we did a, a a whole show on, but because there, there were a whole bunch of extras to three to one contact after the season, uh, the, the 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 funding died, and then there was three to one contact classroom, which were pre re-edited shows just for the classroom, uh, a little more 
straight on. But there, there, there was one show that we really had to have a lot of approval for, and that is what teenagers want to know about sex and growing up. You know, and we shot this in Glen Cove, Long Island. And I remember we really had to have approval with every single word that was said, <laughs> you know, and uh, to to make sure that that didn't go wrong, you know. And uh, right. as much like one of the, we, we were in a, in a in a high school with with a whole bunch of kids, and uh, uh, there 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 was a girl in the the high school that was on camera, and she turned out to be a very well known um, singer personality. And I don't ask me who because. I don't know. So, well, you guys look bored to me. No, no, I'm, no, no, I'm, 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 I'm just listening. Why? Why? Just, just listening. That's all. Be in contact is a good show yes. though, because because uh, back, back in the day, there's not as much now, but back in the day, Children's Television Workshop put out a lot of uh, wonderful shows, like uh, obviously Sesame Street and Three to One Contact, and then there was the original electric company. Electric. Yes, that was that was. I, mean, I didn't work in the electric company, but they were shooting in the same studio where set set where 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 we shot the show, and I was still nice. in the editing room when three to uh, when uh, the electric company was on, and I remember I I met the actors, you know, uh, just mm -hmm. just going in another studio and. Uh, um, Bill Bill Cosby uh, is uh, Bill John Cosby. Uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. Bill Cosby. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, so I, you know, I just got to meet the uh, the actors on there, and um, you know, but I never got involved with it. And the uh, mm -hmm. and the other one uh, that the that the CDW produced was uh, the math show. Um, uh, what was oh, uh, Square One. Square, Square One. Square, yeah. Square One TV. Yes. Well, I'm so glad you guys like me. You remember everything. Um, uh, yes, uh, Square One, and and that was actually, I wasn't involved in that in that at all because I wasn't editing when that show was being taped or anything mm -hmm. like that. And uh, the, um, I think there was a reading show. Um, and what about Naomi? Um, it was a reading show, and I forget what the name of it was. Uh, but but it ended with with a little voiceover uh, so and so and so and so and then it always ended with and what about Naomi, you know and um, so that's uh, that's what I remember of that show, uh, the reading show. I wish I uh, I could remember it. That's not the Electric Company, although that had to do with uh, grammar and stuff like that. Well, anyway, mm. I'm sorry that I don't remember. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. Because like you said, you know this no, all. It's... This kind of thing was stuff that happened like years and years ago. So yeah, you know, yeah. sometimes it all just kind of blurs together. Yeah, because it, it seems like very, very um, uh, timeless to you, uh, and it is timeless in general to someone like me. But I don't recall these specific things. You know, just, right? Uh, it was all you just like, kind of recall like being there, being yeah, there, yeah, much. yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah definitely that, that makes sense so <laughs> yes so so now i'm kind of curious do you have any favorite three two one contact episodes are you talking about me yeah, yeah. oh three two one contact episodes um well i mean that that one that was a special what kids want to know about sex and growing up uh, was one of them and uh mm -hmm. there was another one that we did um about um, garbage uh, and since we would pick these topics that uh, the garbage show and uh, 
we we went to um to a recycling plant in Maine or something like that, and uh, we we actually went through all the rubble of garbage in there with with our actor being the one. Uh, and I remember, oh, and I remember an interview with uh, oh God, what's his name? Uh, the um, Watson, the uh, you know the the, the co person that did the, the DNA thing. Yes, and, yeah. And we we, we had this uh, actress uh, from from the show there, and, and I would kind of you know guide the the, the chit chat between her and him. Uh, and and I remember at one point, uh, uh, and uh, we 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 stopped and we took a break. And I remember her going over to Watson and saying. Well, of course, you don't believe that, right? Because uh, we, we we believe in God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you know what I'm saying? She's saying to this very well-known scientist in the world, the, one, the man who kind of co-discovered DNA, uh, she thinks that he was just BSing us uh, with Hall because she was, a, I didn't know this until the time, but she was a very religious person. Um, I couldn't have guessed that. And that was very embarrassing, really. Very, and I remember that because of the embarrassment that I had after that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Huh? Who? AIDS. Oh yeah. Well, well, we did a thing on on uh, AIDS and. Uh, mm, well, yeah. And mm. now you're going to remind me uh, what that thing was on AIDS. Uh, well, because we, we we did a thing on on AIDS also um, with my own group after all of that with the uh, with terror as, as associates where we had. Uh, Two basketball uh, guys just go going back and forth, and we got into the uh, the whole topic of AIDS, and, and and this was in the '80s when it was becoming like a very well known thing, and until then, no one knew what the hell that was, you know. So uh, right, I remember that month, uh, uh, more or less. I don't remember the three to one contact episode on AIDS, but uh, oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, um, uh, oh God, how can I? It's um, it's this kid, Ryan. Ryan something or other and uh, he was a teenager like uh, 14 15 years old and um he caught AIDS and he he wasn't sexual or anything he wasn't gay even or anything but he was ostracized from the school that he went to because he had AIDS so he couldn't go to that school and and then um his mother had a a very hard time uh uh educating him so they they finally had to move to another town this is in the midwest someplace uh and um they moved to another town and the same thing happened there they wouldn't allow this kid uh uh into the school and it, it was awful awful um and uh, i i think he caught it from uh, blood transfusion or something like that um and um and finally uh he went on a, a crusade uh um i think his last name was ryan something or other. uh and um he, you know he would begin to talk and i the the show that i remember uh we had him in a in a a high school class here in new york talking to the kids there who were not that much not much younger than he was about aids and what the problem was and what to prevent and that that kind of thing and and, and that was ryan white Mm -hmm. Ryan White, that 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 was his name, uh, and um, and I don't know if he died, but I think he might have died not long after that uh, from 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 AIDS. I'm sorry to, mm. to say, uh, but but that was a show. I mean, that was a, a again. These were things that were um, very good 
but very touchy. You know, it's just that uh, if I remember, it's because of the sentiment uh, and the emotion in, in, in involved with with the whole thing. And uh, that's what three to one did. You know, it's just uh, um, no no matter what you were doing, you know, that's uh, it would be very, very hard. You know, like the, the Ryan White story, which I think was the name of the show. Uh, so similarly with Sesame Street, who are some of your favorite celebrities to work on with uh, three to one contact? The celebrities with three to one? Who the well what is the celebrities with three to one? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, well, I mean, I I I have to think of uh, who the celebrities were because oh yeah, well we 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 did a space week and uh, I, I went oh wow nice to the uh, Houston Space Center and uh, there I met uh, Sally Ride and you know and uh, uh, and a whole bunch of other astronauts uh, people who had been up there and 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 the mm -hmm. kids were uh, were were asking questions what what uh, what is weightlessness like and, and then the astronaut would demonstrate you know. Uh, like I, and then we got one of the the um, the the, uh, the actors in the in, in a show to go on the um, the uh, plane uh, that that goes up and down to the comet. The, uh, the 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 comet, the or the vomit comet. That that's what it was known as. Uh, and 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 it was just a, a jet plane that would go up and then it would make a, a sharp turn. And for about thirty seconds, it were completely weightless up there. And I remember. Uh, we wow. sent our our actor. They 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 wouldn't allow the entire crew up there. It it was just the, our our actor and the camera person, and uh, she was going to show what a um, you know um, uh, what what uh, you know a thing uh, the uh, the thing. <laughs> Sorry. Um, you know what, what? What it would feel like? What you couldn't do, like yo-yo, for 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 instance. So you could do the yo-yo uh, online, but up there, she couldn't even throw the yo-yo down. It would go all over the place, you know. And uh, uh, so we we shot all that, and that was just a very very interesting. Uh, so the, the the entire I guess week that we were uh, there, uh, meeting all the astronauts, and uh, and actually going through a lot of uh, the uh, the exercises that they have to go through for weightlessness and, and, and the whole thing. It was very interesting. And uh, and I remember uh, our actor, our actress, uh, actually had to put on a, a, a spacesuit. And, and we even have a picture of that with her with a, with a spacesuit on and the whole thing. So it, it was just a lot of interesting stuff uh, from, from that show. I mean, I... Uh, uh, and I remember we went to France, uh, and we did a whole thing on communication, uh, which is part of the the uh, the week on uh, on communication. I think it was, and we went to see the uh, I think it's the Graf windmill telegraph, and and that was something that they used in France in the 19th century, where one windmill would communicate with another one just uh, far far away enough to be seen from the first one. And what they would do is they would um, drop, you know, sorry, uh, uh, the like the uh, the uh, the wings of the of the um, the uh, the um, the you know the thing, uh, and and that is how they were communicating. It's almost like uh, through through uh, code, uh, and and so the the news could go all the way. Uh, I guess is trying like from Germany to to Paris in a matter of uh, less than an hour, you know, and. Uh, 
uh, and and that was one that I remember doing because it was so bizarre. And I uh, and I remember actually being in a, in, in a place where the windmills uh, were communicating with one another. And uh, uh, and another one always oh, that that same week we we uh, no that same week yeah, on communications we we went to the the Pyrenees Mountains the the, the Pyrenees Mountains where uh, the uh, people would communicate by whistling. Uh, you know, uh, and uh, from one to another, it's like birds, you know, and uh, and we even went to um, uh, uh, a place, I don't know what town it was in, but uh, to to test whether the the whistle that one person did was understood by another. And and that was in in a studio of, of sorts. And yes, the, the the other person understood and they weren't just simple things that they were like, uh, the rain is coming, you know, or uh, or I'm very tired. I'm going home, and that's all in the whistle of, of sorts. I cannot whistle the way, but uh, you know that that kind of thing. And that was really interesting. I mean, like I'm I'm, I'm sure that right now you're, you're you're interested in all these topics, uh, and and that was what three two one was. It was just uh, yeah, because it covered a lot of the, like different topics, and I think that's what you know yeah. made it such a cool and uh, kind of yeah, you know special I, I, show in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Are you familiar with the show? little bit yeah mm -hmm. i've seen uh clips of it and i it was before my time but i remember uh mm -hmm. seeing online that it aired on uh noggin at one point like they would rerun the show on noggin right right okay mm -hmm. I, I remember that all right yeah okay so um i'm sorry that i don't have long lengthy monologues to give you i'm, I'm <laughs> no, struggling that's uh... okay and um you no, mentioned uh traveling to uh different countries through uh that show can you uh share any memories from kind of doing that well we we went to um no uh, 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 what is the country in southeast africa uh, South, South, southeast asia where we went uh well let's say new guinea uh no it wasn't new guinea. it was the island right next to new guinea and and we went there to um an orangutan halfway house and these were orangutans who were had been in zoos and stuff and they would be brought there to be put back into the jungle uh and i remember um we 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 shot uh, the orangutans who turned out to be the most lovely humans i've ever met uh and uh i remember one uh a female uh or a big female orangutan who uh, who didn't have an arm. Uh, she, she she didn't have. She said she only she only had one arm. And at one point, she began to to grab me and and pull me into the bushes, you know. And um, and I thought she wanted to play with me. And and then the, our sound man said, "Ozzy, she doesn't want to play with you. <laughs> she wants to do something else, you know." So. Uh, so they, as as punishment, uh, they 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 put her into the uh, the jail uh, the. Uh, um, you know, the, uh, the, the, you know, the jail. Uh, and at one point I, I went over to, to her and she extended her hand through the, the railing and actually shook my hand. And it was like, oh my God, you know, just like, that's why I, I, I really trust animals. I mean, animals day by day, you begin to realize that, uh, that they have a lot more cognitive than you think they do and it isn't just to eat you know like elephants are fantastic you know uh, and i met a few elephants too but uh uh you know but i even have a picture of that the uh, the handshake from the the orangutan because it was eye contact she was looking into my eyes with her hand extended 
and, and it, she had kind of a sad face on her. So I'll I'll send you that picture because I I do have that. Yeah. Nice. Um, okay. Very very fascinating. Uh, moving on from your work with children's television workshop, you would brought up the uh, bilingual PBS series Carrasco Lindas earlier on. Yeah, I, I I hate to talk about that because I really wasn't very happy with that show. I mean, I went down there to, uh, I guess, to produce it or direct it or something, but I, I just didn't like the content of, of, of the show. You know, it was just, mm -hmm. it, it was in Austin, Texas. And uh, and what I got out of that show is the, the people that I met down there, you know, uh, who have become very long, lifelong friends. So, uh, but the show itself, I just uh, and I even told the producer, I don't think this goes because I I felt that the that uh, the male female thing was a little too static, you know, like the females were always inferior to the males, and the you know not not on purpose, but on in in, in appearance and in the way that the writers wrote the the characters. I didn't like that at all, and uh, and uh, they weren't paying any attention to me, so I said, well, the hell with this, I'll go back to New York, which I had to do anyway, so. Right, right. Do you also direct an NBC baseball special, The Game and Its Glory? What's it like to do that? Oh my God. Uh, the, the Game and Its Glory with Donald Sutherland. Uh, and uh, that, uh, well, okay. Uh, uh, the uh, people from the uh, baseball commission or whatever, they, they, and uh, they were like like you guys. They 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 knew me and the reputation and the whole thing. So they asked me, "Would you direct this show?" And I said, "Well, you know, it's not uh, a DGA show. I mean, I I am in the Directors Guild." And uh, uh, he said, "Well, it's just we we it's with Donald Sutherland." And I said, "Oh, well, to work with Donald Sutherland, how can I?" turn this down so right I, like how could i say how could you say no to some right, to exactly. an opportunity like that yeah right so so i did the show and uh you know i, I remember uh we we drove upstate to the uh to the baseball museum uh in his car you know just uh and he was going very fast on the highway and uh he's from canada mainly so i said do they drive like this in canada you know they said well yeah i'm, I'm not going too fast oh yeah you are you're way over the speed limit you know and i was afraid we were going to be stopped and get a ticket and the whole thing but he wasn't um so um, I directed that show, um, and I remember editing that show too. And it, it was my bad luck that that show, that that show was nominated for an Emmy, and it won. Uh, and um, immediately, the Directors Guild of America said, "Ozzy, that wasn't a DGA job." <laughs> And I had wished that it would stay as a background show that no one cared about. And it 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 won not for the directing, it, it, it won for the best uh, sports uh, special. Uh, and mm -hmm. so that was um, my bad luck and whatever, however you want to look at it, you know, so. Yeah. So you also uh, produced, wrote, and directed a series of uh, shorts for Nickelodeon. Can you kind of talk a bit about your work with them? Oh, God, you know, that's that's true and i have seen that with my what whatever i did for nickelodeon i did very very early on in their existence uh my friend uh was in charge of the nickelodeon when it was still out of new york it was um uh pinwheel in, hmm? or are you talking about like the original nickelodeon and a pinwheel yeah it it it, it was uh 
premiering uh, not in New York or uh, or on the well, I think it was on on the web, but it was uh, in uh, in in Ohio. Uh, and um, what I began to do with them, and I you know I talked with with my friend, and she, and she said, well, sure, that would be good. I said, well, you know, like I can do short segments, you know, and this and that and this and that. Uh, so I I did a whole bunch of them uh, for that early Nickelodeon stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. I really can't tell you. <laughs> what they were but i remember doing them uh, and i remember one was with the kids uh on top of a car and it was about uh, i don't know danger or something like that and another one was uh, uh the son of a friend friend of mine who was a little kid he was like like maybe four or so but i could get into the, the house and he was playing piano and i don't know what the topic was but it, like there, were, there was a whole bunch of those things and then after all that i uh, then nickelodeon went uh you know w worldwide you know and uh so i mean at first on cable but now it's you know online so uh, yeah you're, 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 your hair looks good jake <laughs> Boy, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wish i could do that you know now, uh, since 1991, you've had your own video production consulting company, as you mentioned, Terra Associates earlier, now called Ozzy Alfonso, or Media, or just Ozzy Alfonso now, as you mentioned earlier. Can you share how that was created and the work the company does? Well, uh, like uh, with Terra, we did a lot of stuff for uh, Scholastic, you know, the, with the uh, publisher, and uh, we we read uh, we, we did a lot of stuff for them. Uh, they they had a, a a series called Read 180, which was uh, for in-school use, and and that had a lot of stuff in it. I, I uh, and and at that point, I also had field producers that would go out. I was the executive, and uh, so we did a lot of stuff for them. Uh, and uh, I hate to go into the other publishers, but we we did stuff for a whole bunch of publishers. Oh, oh we did one for uh, I forget what the show was. Uh, well, I mean, what the company was, but it was uh, something that had to be produced in American English and in British English, uh, and uh, that was hard. We we had the guy from England uh, when we began to cast, and uh, he would, he would uh, say, it's, "Is this good accent for for, for England?" He says, "Yeah, that that." That's good. She's English. Oh, good. So, so at the end, he said, "You know, how did you find all these English-speaking people from the, the British English?" Uh, and I said, "Well, you know, we 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 put out a cast call, and that's what you got. So we we got the uh, the, the British-speaking English and the American-speaking English." Uh, and uh, I only found out after they were cast that a lot of the people who were who were approved by this guy from England to be speaking their at language in with their accent were actually from here. And now one was from Texas, and the, she said, "Oh, it's a good thing you didn't tell me that before, you know, because I really would have been lying." Uh, so it, it was just that kind of thing. Uh, um, yeah. So what else is on my resume there? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you'd probably be like, "Oh, did I work on that?" Uh, we we can have that same thing with previous guests. Like sometimes it'll be like IMDb, for example. That's uh, that's a hit or miss. Because yeah, it'll be like, like, oh, uh, you worked on this. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, no. Like, like the first season of Three to One Contact, the I was still at Sesame Street. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, 
Uh, yeah, at that time I was still, and uh, drew, uh, during the hiatus, I, I, I went to their ex executive producer and I said, you know, look, I can do stuff, you know, I, I can do some remotes for you. And, um, and she said, okay, uh, let's, uh, let's let you produce a few things that uh, we, we have in mind. Uh, and I'll put you with this a cinematographer. Uh, um, and what, what month were you born in? And I told her what month. And she said, oh, great. He's the same. He's a Leo with you. That's great. I'm saying this is the executive producer of a science show putting <laughs> astrology yeah. as a way of hiring people. So <laughs> as it turned out, it was a good match. Yeah. So uh, as we're kind of getting close to our wrapping up, um, are there any words you'd like to say to those who have supported you and followed your career? Well, thank you. Um I, I appreciate it. I mean, I, I don't know other than uh, you guys <laughs> of anyone who has followed my career. Uh, so, um, well, thank you guys too. You know, just, uh, it feels good to um, be interviewed by three people who are experts on what I've done with my life, you know, and uh, I wish I could have done more now that you're talking to me. So, you know, okay. <laughs> Our pressure. Yes, it's our pleasure indeed. Uh, people would like to connect with you. Where can people find you? Um, well, I am on Facebook. You know, that's that's one place under the, the name Ozzy Alfonso. I am also on uh, uh, Instagram and uh, LinkedIn. You know, I'm I'm in, in in all those areas there. Nice. And links to those will be in the description down below for uh people to connect so um this very last question that jake's about to ask is a question we ask to all of our guests at the end of each interview go ahead jake thank you chris so of course this podcast is called jake's happy sasha hey look at that this production um when you think of nostalgia what do you think of or in your own words how would you define the word nostalgia well, the uh, last hour has been about nostalgia for me, you know, because uh, we've been talking about things that I have done, that I have loved doing, uh, and um, that brings, uh, you know, feelings in here, is uh, remembering things that have happened uh, that no longer exist, and uh, you wish you could go back in time, and uh, but that's not possible. So to me, is thinking of what has been that you enjoy. Yeah, so. Absolutely. Great word send on. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yep. Well, Ozzy, thank you so much thank for you. taking thank the time much. to do an uh, interview on our podcast. This is a blast. Yes. And, and thank okay. you very much, you know, for what you've done over the years with Sesame and everything. You know, what you've done, it just means a lot. And, you know, and we've done be a part of our lives and, 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 and a lot of other <laughs> Sesame fans as well. Um, keep up with the great work of what you're doing. And can I wait? What's next for you in store? Okay. Yes. Keep in touch. I'll let you know when this goes up, Ozzy. Will do. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank Bye, you. Ozzy. Bye. Sure. Bye. Take care, Ozzy. All right. See okay. Ya. I am leaving. Bye. Yeah. So that was that was a fun chat, everyone. It's goodbye from us as well. We absolutely enjoyed our time with Ozzy Alfonso. Uh, keep on the lookout for more wonderful interviews as always, and take us home. What do we say, Jake? Keep nostalgia alive. Take care, everyone. See you next time. Take care. Bye. 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 Thank you for tuning in to another wonderful Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show interview. Be sure to follow Jake and the crew on social media and stream the show wherever you find your favorite podcasts. And as always, remember to keep nostalgia alive. Bye-bye.